This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, this weekend, Swifties from across the Pacific Northwest joined thousands of Canadians to watch pop megastar Taylor Swift perform at Seattle's Lumen Field. There's no doubt Swift's two-night era tour took over the city. Uh, Seattle made history uh, during night one as the 72,171 fans packed the stadium, making it the largest concert crowd the venue uh, had ever held, uh, held. Now, U2 set the previous record in 2011. Now, that was a Saturday show. A Sunday show, Swift became the first artist to play two consecutive nights at the stadium, uh, and the back-to-back sellouts drew 144,000 fans combined. Once again, another record. Now, among all those Swifties was CKNW producer Talia Miller, and she joins me now. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm still coming down from the high from being I there. I can tell. The post-depression con- um, is so real. Like, I felt very sad Sunday. I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> what was it like just in, it just, uh, first of all, just before the concert even began, you know, outside, the, oh, what were you feeling? I was a lot of excitement and anxiety because I've been a fan of her since I was in the sixth grade. Oh, And wow. I haven't seen her yet. So this was just a lot of anticipation, you know, and it was becoming more and more real as we cross the border mm-hmm. and then we get to Seattle and we're getting ready, you know, and then you see the stadium and you can see Taylor Swift and it was just so honestly overwhelming, but uh-huh. in the best possible way. I do have to ask, how long was the wait at the border before we start talking more? You Taylor? know what? Only an hour and a half. <laughs> we left early Only and an it was it was consistently moving, Okay, which was great. And even one of the border guards was asking, she's like, are you guys going to a concert? And we're like, yeah. And there she's like, you're glowing. Have the best time, which just add to it. Awesome. So uh, you're at the concert and this is your first Taylor Swift concert. Mm-hmm. You've been a fan for a long time. Uh, tell me what the opening felt like. Oh, it was gorgeous. And it starts with, it's been a long time coming, which for me, it has been. It's been almost 13 years since I started yeah. like listening to her music. And, you know, she kind of like puts little audio clips of her past like albums and it all just all the anticipation lines up. As you can see, she's about to like come off of the middle of the stage. And the moment that happens, uh-huh. The screams in that arena, now, the cheering. Oh, I, I've, I've watching some YouTube videos, uh, not only just the Seattle uh, concert, but other concerts uh, this, for this tour, and uh, the the opening is fabulous. In fact, it's we, you were we taped you, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, can we play that, Ryan? Let's just take a listen to uh, Talia Miller's uh, for the first time seeing Taylor Swift as she opens the concert. Oh, 
That's that that you started. And what is a boat, Taylor Swift? What is because it's it's you've got a, adults there, in, you know, mm-hmm. well into their fifties. You got people of your age. You've got young kids. You can see, you know, at twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old. What is Taylor Swift's pull? You know what? I was thinking long and hard about that because mm-hmm. everyone asks me all the time, what is it about her? And I think it's the fact that a lot of us feel like she's speaking directly to us. Hmm. Like she has a, her songwriting just makes it feel like it's about your life because she pulls like very specific examples of like feelings. And I think a lot of us sometimes feel misunderstood through life and feel like sometimes people aren't there for us, but music can be. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's done for me. She's always been there for me, whether like through thick and thin. Uh, and she's also a, a great writer too and performer, Absolutely. right? Like you've got great artists sometimes who are great performers but they don't write the songs she does all of it right she does and she is quite the performer she did a her set alone excluding her opening acts was three and a half hours long wow yeah that's that's you know you're getting your money's worth there right? absolutely and by the time like halfway through we're all singing and dancing and screaming and notice how i didn't say singing we were yeah. screaming. <laughs> screaming and you know we're all sitting there we're like how is she doing it because yeah. her transitions are very, very short. Mm-hmm. There's not a moment where she's really off of that stage. So, uh, and I was reading somewhere, you know, people obviously want to, you have to go to the bathroom. It's a three and a half, four hour show. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, and people actually have a general sense of the set list. Like, did you pick a time when you had to leave out to go to the bathroom or do, you know, buy merchandise or anything like that? I did. I chose during um, Folklore because it was, I love that album, but I was like, the lineups are short at this point because most of the people are in the stadium and have gotten their merch so (laughs) i was on i was in like the 300 section and Mm -hmm. i saw that at the very bottom of this uh stadium the big merch table was empty so i ran down those Uh flights of stairs got my merch for me and my friend and then ran back up and only missed two and a half songs (laughs) which i think is pretty incredible people do uh, what i was reading people do really choose among that set list as as to when I'm going to take a bathroom break or when you're going to go buy some merch, right? Yeah, get some water because, you know, like it is a three and a half hour set and, you know, I will say like you could still hear her from there and like there was um, some spots that you could still see the stage and everything because even like that stadium was full, you should have seen the outside of Lumen Field. There was a crowd singing, dancing in merch too and like dressed up as if they were right there. So there's a huge crowd outside. Yeah. Oh, they could have done a third night, probably. She definitely, you know what? She could do a whole week, and I don't think it would be enough. A bunch <laughs> of us would go again. Really? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So uh, I know she did speak uh, directly uh, to the crowd, obviously, and mm-hmm. and uh, had a message for them as well. Let's take a listen. My goal is that after tonight, you think about the memories that we made here tonight on this beautiful Saturday evening. There is that uh, special relationship that she has built with those fans. It's, it's and I, I can't explain it, but it's but you can just I can. tell uh, you can yeah, <laughs> you would know. But I, I've, I've watched a, a lot of the concerts today just on YouTube, and it, I'm amazed at the connect, just the connection that she has with those fans. Absolutely, like she's done the work, and she's always left us like little Easter eggs to let us know what she kind of wants to do next. And, you know, we've told her what songs should have gotten music videos. And we told her, like, why wasn't this a single? 
or why'd you do that with your merch? Like she definitely <laughs> listens to us and she's put in the work for years. She did at one point a 13 hour meet and greet with fans. She's had them over to listen to the album before it's ever come out and baked them treats and like had listening parties with them. And it definitely she always does feel like she's speaking to you directly. Like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure she was there just for me. You know, there wasn't another, like, thousand people in the crowd or anything. Were there a lot of dads who were dragged along or went along? Like, I saw, like, there was a lot of this phenomenon about dads taking their daughters <laughs> and just being there. Did you see a lot of that? I did. And you know what? Um, we ran into somebody from Vancouver, mm -hmm. a dad who had brought his 14-year-old daughter across the border and was going to the Sunday night show and had already taken his daughter to the merch line and had it all planned out. He had an outfit. She had an outfit. And uh, we gave her the... Um, one of the things that had been going on on this tour is that we had built friendship bracelets, like the kind of ones that you would make at camp. Because mm -hmm. it's like it references a lyric. So all the Swifties have been trading friendship bracelets like with each other. And we gave him the extra ones that we didn't get to trade. And you should have seen how happy he was that he could give his 14 year old daughter this because it was her Christmas present <laughs> and it was just all of us getting to like getting along and like it was there was lots of dads but you know what they were all excited to be there and I saw some of them singing along that's great. They knew this. They knew the lyrics, and I'm very proud of that. The, you the, now you know why there's the, you know, the, this concert tour has the potential to go a billion dollars absolutely. for the first time ever, and which is just phenomenal when you think about that. So it is absolutely crazy. Tell you, thank you. Thank you. Yes. We always talk about what a Swifty you are, but I'm so happy <laughs> for you because I knew you were quite pumped for many, many months when you got the tickets and to go and and you had such a fabulous time. So I'm very happy for you. It's been a long time coming, Jazz. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. That's our. Tell Miller, producer here at CKNW and our chief Swifty correspondent, as we like to call her.